7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we are honored to be here. We are honored to be part of Al Akhli family. And we are very excited about the coming years that we're going to spend with Al Akhli. Yes, I must say, I must thank Amir. He was very, very good. It was high pressure. We had about, I guess, few days of not sleeping, making sure that everything fell into place. Uh, we were running things parallel. Uh, but uh, generally, really, the professionalism was very, very high, uh, and we were very impressed with that, and we will continue with that. Uh, but really, Amir made everything much easier for us. Yeah, always there, always in contact. I think also as his agent is one of the key things he really wants to achieve. Uh, his uh, bigger vision is actually to go to the World Cup club and win it, that is where he wants to be. We're not saying this here. For from me, I'm not a coach, I'm the agent. I'm saying to the, the fans and to Al-Akhli family, we need to give him time. Uh, he's been in all the clubs he's coached over the past, uh, I would say, 20 years. He spent eight years in one club, he spent five years in another club, and eight years in another club. So it's a guy who really performs and is, in, is kept in club. So it is his wish also that within a month he gets the cup. Okay, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Musia, Katlecho Mudiba, and uh, Timothy producing the show. Sylvester Komane is in a technical. Well, we finally get to hear uh, the voice of the woman who made Pizza Musimane's move to Egypt happen. That is uh, the wife of Pizza Musimane, Moira Tlakhale, who was speaking to Al Akhli TV about the negotiations between them and Al Akhli and reassuring the Al Akhli faithful that Coach Pizza Musimane knows what is at stake. And that uh, Moira is, of course, uh, the agent of Pizza Musimane and a true indication that behind every successful man there is a strong woman behind him. Well, uh, tonight on the show we will speak to Bafana Bafana team doctor Dr. Tolani Nguenya about the COVID-19 protocols ahead of Bafana's matches against Namibia and Zambia on Thursday and Sunday in Rustenburg. But with Bafana Bafana playing Zambia it, what it means now is that Coach Micho Remember him? He was at Pirates. It means he will be back in South Africa for the second time since seemingly skipping the country after allegations of indecent exposure were leveled against him. Remember, he left Orlando Pirates in a half and went to Egypt. At the time, we actually spoke to the police. We spoke to Mr. K. Makovela from the police who confirmed that a case had been opened and they were investigating and uh, he told us Mitchell would be arrested if he comes back to SA. So we did reach out to the police now to find out what happens now i mean is the case still on are the south african police still on top of that case what happens if coach mitchell when coach mitchell comes here now with the zambia can he expect to be arrested or is that matter over so we've reached out to the police they haven't been able to confirm if they can speak to us this evening but if you did miss that interview with inspector is it inspector Katleho? i think inspector captain k makabula makubela uh, here it is from last year just shortly after that incident with the mitchell uh, well, our investigation is at the advanced stage, and uh, we believe uh, uh, not long we will know whether the person is going to appear before the court. And uh, what happens if the person is no longer in the country? Well, if the person is no longer in the country or is visiting out of the country, we will wait for the person to come back. Or if he's no longer uh, coming back, we will uh, do the proper uh, uh, procedure to bring a person back to spend uh, the trial. According to your knowledge, 
age is the alleged person then which the case has been opened against still in the country? Well, I don't know whether the man is, is in the country or is out, but we are we are looking for a suspect who is uh, 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 wanted for that sexual offence case. So if you are looking for him, then where are you looking for him, Captain? Um, I think the investigating officer, they know very well where they are looking for him. And uh, they have got, uh, remember, when we before we arrest a person, we must make sure that all the uh, statements which will back up our case is been obtained. So they might have been uh, continuing with the investigation, but when the right time arrives, the person will be arrested. So there you have it. That's our interview last year with Captain K. Makubela. There was a case, there was an investigation, and they were looking to arrest the person at the time. They could not um, name him, of course, uh, because uh, he was still a suspect, I guess, at the time, but we all know now who it is. So that's why we went back to the cops then to say, but he's going to come here this week in South Africa. Now, what's the status of uh, this uh, case? So hopefully before 8 o'clock, the police will come back and speak to us because they said now it's a national matter and they're going to go back to national and check what is the latest and see if they can come back and speak to us. But the show must go on. We'll speak to Bafana Bafana team doctor and Safa's chief medical officer, Dr. Tulani Nguenya, next. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. So, good news. Bafana Bafana back in action this week. They're already in camp ahead of the two friendly matches against Namibia and Zambia. But, of course, we are still living in the times of COVID-19. So, let's find out from the doctor, uh, Dr. Tulani Safas, Chief Medical Officer, what measures have been put in place here. Doc, good evening from us. Thanks again for taking our call here on SAFM. Good evening, Chadiso, and good evening to all your listeners. And thank you for having me. Thanks, Doc. Let's talk COVID-19. I mean, how will the test work now for the players? Do they do do they get tested when they arrive in camp or do they bring results from their respective clubs before they go into camp? Okay, just before we get to that, so we are at camp, as you know, mm-hmm. I just stepped out of the, of, the, of the room. So it might be a little bit noisy. Please, no problem. Please, I just want to apologize. Thanks, for Doc. Yeah, in terms, in terms of the uh, COVID-19 test and protocol, what we have put in place uh, for both local and overseas based players is that uh, everyone, every member of the team, not only the players, even the staff that is working here, mm-hmm. is supposed to test like 72 hours before they report to camp. So locally, what we have done, we have opened an account with Lancet Laboratories that every player would test wherever they are. Even if they're in Cape Town, they test there, if they're in Kulukwani, and the tests are sent to me, and I'll then clear everyone to come through. With the overseas base players, I've made an arrangement with the team doctors that side, and we have received uh, about four of the six, uh, in fact, five of the seven uh, overseas base players. The two will be arriving now at, uh, at, at quarter to nine. So all is all system goes and uh, go, and uh, right now we are just waiting for the two players. So that's how the tests are done. Okay, so for everyone, it's 72 hours before they go into camp. Those must be the, that must be the recent mm-hmm. test. Yes. Yeah, for everyone that is coming through is 72 hours. We have, we have made it standard because now we wanted to allow us to get the results on time. Otherwise, the best thing would, be, would have been 48 hours. But the problem with that is that sometimes you might not get the results on time for people to report to camp. That is why we've extended it to 72, to 72 hours before camp. So will there be a need to test again in camp considering that it's, a, it's almost a week-long camp? Yes, of course. Uh, so what we are actually doing uh, here at camp is that uh, on a daily basis, 
we screen them on a daily basis. We mm. monitor the temperature, we monitor the symptoms, and then uh, they do that in the morning and they do that in the evening. And then what we're actually going to do is that if there's a person that develops any of the COVID-19 symptoms, that one will be tested because we're not going to isolate without testing because we've got a short uh, a period with them and we're going to test immediately with the hope that we're going to get results uh, the 10 over the 10 around time is now faster is within 14 for the uh, i mean 24 hours so what we're going to do is that after the camp then compulsory we'll test everyone before we release them to their teams so that everyone is clean and at the moment everything is all good all good, my brother. Um, it's That's actually good. great because even with the overseas-based players, we haven't received any positive results, including the staff, which mm-hmm. is really, really good. It also then confirms what the government is saying, that uh, we are now at alert level one, the number of cases are fading away, and uh, we, are, we have warm temperatures in South Africa. And it's also good, it's welcoming that even the people that are playing overseas, they are following the protocols with the team, hence now they are also safe and clean. And how will you work then with the opposition, Doc, with our neighbours who are coming here in Namibia and Zambia? Who's responsible for their testing? We have designed a protocol also for for all the protocol that have, that we have designed as the medical department of SAFA is that it's a national team protocol and there's also a visiting team protocol. We have sent it through to the people uh, to Zambia and Namibia already. They know that before they arrive, Mm. They need to have uh, uh, sent through the results of that is 72 hours uh, old. It must not be older than 72 hours, saying that they're tested for COVID and they are free of COVID. And that includes the players that are South African based. Because remember, there's Namibian players that are playing in South Africa and mm. there's Zambian players that are playing in South Africa. So all of them, before they report to camp, they must produce those results. It's part of the protocol. And then they'll be monitored there by their national team doctors while they are in camp. Yes, uh, we are in, 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 in communication with their team doctors. Their team doctors will also be monitoring the same way as we are doing it uh, here with our national team. In fact, now FIFA has actually produced a, a protocol, a medical protocol mm. that is standard for all the countries, for all the national teams. So it also includes uh, appointing a compliance officer for all national teams, apart from having a doctor, but if you like, you can have a doctor as a compliance officer. And it, uh, it also includes testing, the issue of testing that we are doing. Fortunately, we had already developed the protocol before FIFA uh, released its uh, protocol on the 2nd of October. It's good. It sounds like you're on top of this. And if there is a positive case, we hope that there is not. What's the first point of call? What yeah. happens? So if if a person develops symptoms or a symptom of COVID-19, mm. we immediately isolate that person and test them. And we are hoping the way we have arranged with Lancet Laboratories here in Brasilbeck is that they have promised us that they get, will get results within six, six hours then uh, the team can't do anything until those results come back. And then if then the results come back and the results are positive, then we have to retest every member of the team, including the support and technical staff. And uh, once we get the results, then we'll, we'll take it from there. But there's protocols. Once the person is tested positive, unfortunately, they'll have to leave camp because it's got a shorter period. Mm. It's not like you're AFCON preparation camp. So they will have to make them leave camp and isolate at home. And then what are other, some of the other precautionary measures and protocols that will be in place during this Bafana Bafana camp? This, this uh, camp is more, it's the same concept as the bio bubble. 
uh, that we had with the NSL games. So, so it's it's compulsory to test as you enter. Are the daily screening, and they are not going to share. They are not sharing. In fact, in in in, in the hotel, it's single room occupancy. They are not sharing rooms. Ah. Everyone is sleeping alone, and there's social distancing at camp. Even the way food is being served now, they don't go and dish for themselves. It's being served specifically, and there's there's also social distancing. Usually, we allow. We would want them to sit together as a team to allow team spirit. But this time around, we have dispersed them and, and, and given them different tables. It's like four people at, in one table. And you can see that there's, uh, there's evident social distancing. And then when they're going to training, they, uh, they, they as they go, they put on their mask. But, but during training, then they can't train with masks. But uh, they don't share bottle, water bottles. They don't share juice. And they don't share their recovery drinks. So those are, and then we sanitize everything on a daily basis. Sanitize the balls, sanitize the, the training pitch on a daily basis. So that's the, those are the measures in a nutshell that are there. Are they going to have to change kits at halftime like the PSL clubs did during the bubble? The, the most fortunate thing, Tadiso, is that uh, at Bafana, we have always had uh, the change of kit at halftime. Ah. It has been there. When I, when I got here, 2014, I've, uh, I experienced that. So it has been happening throughout. Halftime, it's, man- it's sort of mandatory. <laughs> People change change kids. I didn't understand it at, the, at that time, but now it made, it, it made more sense when it came up with this protocol. I wasn't aware of that. That's an interesting one. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. And then also, Doc, we've seen some replacement now in Sipombul and Ked Abrams not making it to camp. Are they injury-related? Yeah. Uh, Sipo, yes, Sipo has been injured. We got the medical report late from Supersport, actually. Uh, it was just a matter of uh, miscommunication. We got an information late. Sipo has got a knee injury, and that knee, that knee injury has been there. He has been resting for now a week. He's left with another week, and then we'll start rehabilitation. So it's, a, it's an ankle it's an sprain, but it's not a serious injury that needs operation, but he'll need to sit out. I made my own assessment because he came to camp for me to do my own assessment. Because remember, when, when it comes to national calendar, the national team uh, doctor has to be the one making the call as mm-hmm. to whether a player is fit or not, not the team. So with Kat Abraham, Kat Abraham, unfortunately, we had uh, test results that we had received that were saying that Kat uh, is now uh, positive. Remember, they needed to test for COVID yes, before yes, they travel. Yes. So the team sent through results that to say that uh, Kat is now positive, so he can't travel. Okay. And then any other yeah. injury, any injury concerns now that the players are in camp? At the moment, every player trains uh, without any problem. Yes, we had needles during the during the training session that we're going to assess after dinner because we have our mandatory clinic that we usually have between 8 and 10 in the evening. We're going to make a final assessment there, but otherwise there's nothing serious. Okay, no, we hope there's nothing serious. Just hold on. Oh, there's, there's a caller. Bramoro, good evening. Hello, Bramoro, are you still there? Yes, please. Oh, the doc is here. Yes, please. Um, Mr. Tabiso, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, Bramoro. Yeah, thank you. Please, I want to ask Safa Doctor, why can't we allow supporters to be in the stadium? One, maybe let's say they are playing the, um, the game, maybe Royal Bafokane Stadium. The capacity is maybe 50,000. Can't we at least limit it to be 30,000 or 20,000 
so we can observe the protocols there. Can't we do it first so the Europeans can follow? Instead of us sitting down, because the doctor even stated that they are the first to even implement change of justice before even COVID hit us. So now why can't he also suggest that, okay, Mr. President, and then suffer president. Okay, thanks. Pre- thanks for that, Bramora. That's a very good question, actually. I'd forgotten about that. We'll just take a quick break and we'll let the doctor respond. Thanks, Bramora. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Doc, thanks for staying on the line there. Bramora raised a question, a question about supporters. Where do you stand in this debate yeah. about fans being allowed mm-hmm. back? Yeah, uh, thanks. Thank you very much, Tabiso. And thanks to the person that asked the question. I, I like and I enjoy the fact that uh, the fact that uh, we are seen and we are, we've got great potential to be trend uh, setters as South Africans, especially when it comes to these issues of, of football, uh, medically in particular. So um, with, with this uh, issue of having fans uh, during the game, as you would have noticed, we are led by the government, and the government is the one that is uh, the greatest authority on the land, in the land. And now the government is saying at the moment, no supporters. And the suffer we can't really do otherwise. As you would also appreciate, Tadiso, uh, that uh, even with the team announcement, it had to be done two days or three days before camp because the government regulations were saying that no international games are allowed. So we had to wait for government to actually give us thumbs up before we can actually announce the team. So with, with supporters as well, we would we would love to have supporters because, I mean, I was in the bubble. It's not nice to play football without supporters. Football is not football without supporters. However, we need to do it in the most responsible way. We need to, as we unfold this, right now there's great discussion with the medics trying to look into ways of actually unfolding this or rather allowing fans in because you would appreciate again when we talk social distancing it's possible to do social distancing maybe in a place like in a, in a stadium like FMP the 90,000 capacity you can have 20,000 but then how do you control fans fans want to see fans want to come together and see how do you control that that becomes now a security net so, 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 and then that again becomes a risk. So there's quite a lot of things that need to be considered when we allow fans in. But as I said, we are putting together something as medics um, that we're going to put as a proposal to our government. And then after government has looked into the proposal and they've also uh, sent it to the relevant uh, departments to look into it, hopefully we're going to get something in return. But as it stands, we can't have fans because government is saying so. Okay, no, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks, Doc, for your time and good luck for these games against Namibia and Zambia. Thank you very much, Sajiso. Thank you. Thank you. Always available to speak to us, the Safas Chief Medical Officer and Bafana Team, Dr. Dr. Tulani Ngwenya. They're giving us an update from the camp. Let's move right along and still talk international football matters or overseas football matters, whichever way you want to look at it. But she was, she is an international, of course, Noko Matlu, who joins us on the line now. She's become the latest Banyana Banyana player to secure an overseas move. And let's find out how it came about. She's off to Spain to join Eibar. Noko, good evening from us here in South on SAFM. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. Uh, thanks, Tavi. So let me greet you and greet the listeners of SAFM. Congratulations on the move. There's been a lot of reactions. So many people are happy for, for, for you. How do you feel about this move? <laughs> I'm very excited about this 
bit more because I knew it, it's coming. I've been waiting for this moment and it finally happened. And how did it come about, Noko? How long did the negotiations take? Uh, it's been long. It's been long because one of the, my teammates has recommended me to the team. So the team, they watched the video and they were interested about my service. So that is where the offer started. Is that Tembi? Khatlana? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's already there. <laughs> yeah. And then when when do you leave for Spain now? When do you go join them? Uh, I'll join as soon as I get my visa approved. Then I'll be leaving South Africa soon. Oh, that's great news. And what has Tembi told you about this club, Aba? Uh, I've been doing research and Tembi told me that, that it's a good team where the place is nice. Everything is just it's a professional setup. So everything is just good there. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're talking to Noko Matlo about her move to A-Bar in Spain. If you want to send your voice notes, you can send them to this WhatsApp number, which is 061-4104-107. It is 061-4104-107. Or if you can call us directly on 0891-104-207. I actually got to see some of their facilities. There was an interview Tembi Khatlana did with uh, Thomas Mlambo on Spotted 10. I don't know if you saw that, Noko. They have uh, high-class facilities. It looks like a proper, proper a club. I mean, that must have impressed you. Yeah, I'm very impressed with their setup because every player, they wish to to be on the professional level where the setup is just good. So I'm looking forward for it and I'm looking forward to doing my teammates. And at 35, did you believe that you could still secure an overseas move? What kept you going? What gave you the belief? <laughs> yes, I believed in myself because I knew when you work hard, everyone... Uh, will notice your 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 hard work. So I've been working hard, and I think the the World Cup has opened the doors for us, especially African players, because recently most of African players they are going to Europe and mm-hmm. places. So I think World Cup has have opened doors for us. Yes, and I guess it was always the goal for you to get an overseas move after your exploits here at home and on the continent with Banyana Banyana. Yes, yes, yes. I can say that because uh, I was looking forward to play in Europe for a long time ago. But, uh, you know, age is just a number. So if, even if some of the European players, they're, playing, they're still playing now, they're 39, some they're 40. So age is just a number. As long as you believe in yourself and working hard, anything is possible. Yeah, no, you are a true indication that anything is possible, Nokamoto, and you deserve this move. We've got a couple of voice notes for you. Dumala Mastam Sia, Ntasimola Gahore, Alina Lava Humahadi Lebaque. Women are doing a great thing in your sports, my man. I wish her a good luck. And uh, he must recruit another ladies from here in South Africa to get a contract in Europe. Because it's a great thing to do. Big up, Master Monsieur. You have to do a great job there. Denis Morel, Murule, Rustenberg region. Thanks a lot. Hey, Nuko, congratulations, my sister. Uh, even though some will say age is not on your side, but congratulations anyway. And go there and make us proud. We are right behind you as South Africans. It's Tony from Kwakwa. Do you remember? Get a band in Agamara Mazamara. 
Tabizo uh as you congratulate no no I think she has done well from a striker to a center back and she did well at 35 man. I think didn't expect her to move, but you know what? I think it's been she, she has done well. The women's football is growing. And then hopefully very soon they'll bring the dollar cup home, man. Good evening, member. Thank you for that, uh, Tabang. And you're right, uh, women's football is growing in South Africa. Even Colosa Biana moved a couple of days ago to Sporting Gijon in uh, Spain. Noko, what do you make of these messages of support? Even on Twitter, I know a lot of people are congratulating you. What do you make of the reaction from South Africans? Yeah, I'm very happy and I'm really, I, I, I really appreciate their support. I've been getting a lot of messages, some calls and uh, yeah, it's awesome. I really appreciate their, their messages and their support. There was an an interesting point made by one of the voice notes about you being a striker and then a defender. So with Ava now, are you signing as a defender? <laughs> yes, I'm signing as a defender, yes. That's what they know about you, that you are a defender. Yes. With the videos that they, they have watched, uh, I think, yes, I'm going there as a defender. Have you, are you, have you now accepted that this is your position? Because it's been a couple of years now that you've been playing as a defender, but a lot of people still remember you for banging in the goals when you were a striker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can say it's a position, but uh, you know, I play everywhere. Whenever the coach decide to play me, uh, I'll give I'll give my best. So even in my team, at first touch, I was playing as a striker at the National Women's League where I've got 18 goals and have I had uh, 29 assists. So everywhere the coach decided to put me, I'll give 100%. Was it Vera Paul that moved you to a defender? Yes. And at, at that time, was it easy to adjust? Was it tough? What did you make of the decision? At first, it was tough, but uh, being with uh, Janine Van Weg in the team, I think she really helped me to gel well, to gel well, and, 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 and she guided me very well. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I adjusted and, 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 and I played well. And did she tell you why she thinks you, you can be a good defender also? Yes, the explanation that she gave to me is... Um, I'm 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 a great hitter and I can read I can read the game so that that is the reason that she gave me. Okay, I see. We've got another voice note for you, Noko. Yo, hello, Tabiso. You are talking with uh, our heroine, Noko. Hey, I liked her when she was a striker. She scored our goals, a lot of goals for us. And I thank her for her. I thank her for that. And then I really appreciate what he did for us. What she did for us. Uh, I wish she, I wish her luck. Whatever she want to be, she must reach it. Thanks, Tabiso. Make it Ramatiliso from Botavia. FM. I want to congratulate my daughter for going to Spain. Uh, when you get there, please be patient, work hard. They are just human beings like you. Just play your normal game, but always listen to the coaches. Discipline is very important. Keep it up. I'm proud of you. Good night.
Thank you for those voice notes, guys. Lots of people proud for Noko. What are you hoping to achieve at ABA, Noko? Uh, what I hope to achieve is when I get there, I have to adjust to their system and, and, and do well for the team and do well for myself because I'm there to compete with other players. So my main objective is to, to fight to be in the team. And are you planning to stay in Europe for some time? Because we're seeing a lot of the players are staying in Europe, are they moving around the different countries depending on the offers? Yes, I'm, I'm planning to do that because I know when, when you play well in Europe, there is other teams that are looking how you how you play. At the end of the day, they will decide what to do. And uh, there is a lot of players uh, like us. She, she was playing in Portugal. She 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 went to to Spain, Germany, for Spain and others. So I think it's a great opportunity when you get a team and play there and get some offer somewhere. You know. Let's take the last voice note. Can I ask Noku if she has any ambition of opening a ladies soccer club, just like our captain Janine Falbeck? Because I think it will be good for development of women's soccer in South Africa. Okay, uh, okay, that's a question about, do you have any ambitions of owning a club like a Janine van Veik, Noko? <laughs> yes, after retiring, then I'll do that. Oh, that's great. Where? In Mulechi? Yes, in Limpopo. <laughs> in Limpopo, definitely. Yes. And, and having played in the Safa National Women's League, what did you make of the Women's League? Yeah, I think we we were improving, even though uh, it, it still to need need to be improved because there is a lot of things that uh, uh, Safa has to be they need to be done, especially to improve the league, such as incentives because the players they are playing, but there is no incentives. At the end of the day, you have to put bread on the table. So that is the thing that they have to look at it on with the 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 plan on the planning they have to do that so that they can get the cooperate so that uh, the league can be run proper because even in Europe if you can see most of the teams that they are, the men's team they have ladies ladies team which means which is easier for 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 league to run you know. Mm-hmm. And then, before I let you go, I know Kasta Semenya is a good friend of yours and you've been training together at Janine Van Vex Club. How good is she, Noko? Uh, she's good. She's good. And she will surprise a lot of people because they think she's a runner only. She's mm. a good player. And she's really serious about football. Are you encouraging her? That is what she wants. She wants to play football. On one time it's right, she will play. I know she's a she's a good player. Okay, no, we're looking forward to seeing her on the field of play, Casta. She's been giving us snippets and all of that. But Noko, congratulations on your move. I hope that you're encouraged by the support that you've received from from South Africans. They know what you can do on the field of play. And at 35, uh, there's no one better that deserves this move to Spain more than you. And we wish you all the best of luck and go and make us proud. Uh, thank you, Tarzan. Thanks for the listeners. Thank you. Noko Alice Matlo there, uh, moving to a bar in Spain. How's that? And somebody mentioned that she was a striker before. I just had a look at her record. I don't know if this is correct, uh, but it's just a quick uh, search. And it says 64 goals in 154 matches for for Banyana Banyana. And they still made a, a defender. Is that correct, Noko? 64 goals in 150 matches.
Yes. Well done. That's an impressive strike rate there. No wonder people remember as a striker more than a defender. But that's modern football for you. You have to adapt and you have to respect your coach wherever they want you to play. You have to play. It's a a team sport. It's not just about you. Actually, before we move on to our other interview now, let's uh, we're going to hear from Roda Mula Woods. We're also going to highlight what our Banyana Banyana stars are doing overseas. Hashtag Transport Month on SAFM. SAFM says driving safely is not only beneficial to the driver, but also to all other road users. October was declared Transport Month in 2005 during the Transport Lekota. It is used to raise awareness on the important role of transport in the economy and to encourage participation from civil society and business, including the provision of a safe and more affordable, accessible and reliable transport system in the country. SAFM, leading the conversation. Songa Zoma on SAFM Viewpoint, Mondays to Thursdays between 8 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. If it is social justice, we will engage it. If there are questions to be asked, be very sure we will ask. We will ask. The Viewpoint on SAFM. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. So as we've mentioned, there's so many Banyana Banyana players moving overseas. Now I mentioned Ukolo, we spoke to Amanda Mtandi a couple of months ago. She's also moving overseas. And uh, there are three now, Lebu Ramalepe, Bambanani Mbane and Roda Mulawutsi, who won the league in Belarus with Dynamo Minsk and uh, Roda Molawutsi sent her this well she posted this video on social media it's been a fantastic year for her uh, she even won the league year with Sundowns actually in the Safa National Women's League and this is her reaction those who know her those who've seen her play call her Mambush Hi FC Dynamo Minsk striker Firstly I would love to thank the almighty God my family friends supporters of my sponsor Puma for their support I really appreciate it my manager they're the best oh last night we crowned the Belarus champions I would love to congratulate my team FC Dynamo Minsk the supporters of the coaches, technical team, the management, sponsors, you guys are great, you guys are fabulous. It's a great achievement. Two champions in a space, in a short space of time, in two different countries, winning the leagues without a lose. It's an amazing feeling. Uh, being softer player of the season, being fans player of the season, being a top goal scorer, uh, winning the Belarusian uh, trophy. It's, it's an amazing feeling. It shows that I'm growing as a player. It shows that. Well done there to the trio of South Africans uh, at uh, in, in Belarus. They won the league. There was also Odefulu Tudulu, who also won the Finnish Cup uh, this uh, past weekend with her team in Finland. I think it was Allen United, if I remember correctly. So well done. Well done to our ladies. Really doing, uh, putting us on the map there. And as we heard from uh, Noko, actually, it's playing at the World Cup. It exposed them to the international market. And look now what is happening. 
So we hope Bafana Bafana can qualify for the next World Cup. Okay, no, that's not funny. This is not about Bafana Bafana. Actually, it was about Banyana Banyana. Let's not compare.